Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Do Hard Things podcast. I'm your host, Jay Teagues, certified high-performance coach, transformational mindset coach, and I want to wish you a happy new year. This is the uh, first podcast of uh, 2022. We're uh, approaching our one-year mark, and I just want to say that I'm so incredibly grateful for 2021. I'm grateful that uh, that you are taking the time to listen. I'm grateful for all the connections that I've made. I'm grateful for all the uh, conversations that I've had. And, you know, I'm just, uh, I feel tremendously blessed. I'm excited about 2022. And in this podcast episode, I want to share with you six strategies to help you dominate 2022. And this is the time of year where a lot of people are doing a lot of self-reflection of 2021 they're looking at New Year's resolutions, which I'm not a big fan of because I think most of them fail. In fact, I don't just think uh, Forbes cites that 64% of people's New Year's resolution will fail before February. Two-thirds of all New Year's resolutions will fail by the end of the month. And what's what's that all about? I kind of want to hit on that today. And I want to give you six strategies that are going to help you uh, not be one of those statistics. And in fact, maybe if you apply these with consistency throughout the year, you'll be able to dominate and crush 2022. And uh, that's what we're all about here, about doing hard things, doing what most people aren't willing to do, do it with consistency so we can live uh, a more fulfilling life, right? So before we get into today's topic, if you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. They go a long way to expanding the reach of the podcast. I read all of them. And we've gotten some tremendous feedback. And I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to listen. And, you know, there's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of just BS out there. You know, this is what we're talking about here could genuinely help someone. So I just ask that maybe you take a screenshot of this particular podcast or another podcast and share it with uh, two of your friends. And let's get the word out and and, and help someone maybe break the, the cycle of consuming too much garbage and you never know, maybe uh, this could be something that, that could light a fire in someone to make a, a shift in their life. Now, I want to apologize up front. I've got a little bit of a cold going on. So if I cough a little bit or I sneeze, I'm feeling just a little under the weather. But uh, so, so bear with me here. I'm going to drink some water here and we're going to we're going to continue to power through. So, all right, let's talk about let's talk about, uh, you know, six strategies, strategies to crush 2022. And hey, these strategies will apply in 2023 and 2024. So don't just think that uh, applies to this year. That if you if used properly, they will enable you to crush any year. Uh, but as the time at the time of this recording, we are out of 2021 and we are headed for 2022. And it's an exciting time as we close out and start the new year. There's a lot of good energy. We've spent a lot of time with friends and family. We've gave a lot of gifts. We took some you know uh, time away from work. They're all, it's, it can also be a stressful time, right? There's, there's, 
family tensions. There's a lot of stress with traveling. Maybe you're dealing with weather or COVID or something. So it's, it's a special time, but it's also a stressful time. And, you know, this is a time of year where hopefully you're feeling rested and recharged. And this is probably a time where you're doing a lot of reflection and you're excited about the new year. Uh, but some people can get really overwhelmed in planning and how they think about the new year. So I want to give you some strategies to help you. And aside from these six strategies, if you want to go on a deeper level, because this is what we do in the forge, you know, we do this in a group dynamic, in a group setting with real people, with real goals and with real challenges. And you have a, uh, uh, a space, if you will, to, to navigate and, and basically have the tools and accountability to help you crush your goals. So if, if you are, are needing that, uh, feel free to uh, email me. You can go to the show notes, connect with me on social media. And we can talk uh, about the one-on-one opportunities, the forge and other coaching opportunities that are going to come down the pike. So let's talk about six strategies to crush 2022. First and foremost, you need to do an after action review. And in the military, we'd call this an AAR, after action review. Um, an after action review is a professional discussion of an event focused on performance standards that enables people to discover for themselves what happened, why it happened, and how to sustain strengths and improve on weaknesses. The after action review process is not a lecture. It's basically uh, uh, should be whoever was involved, whether it be yourself or maybe you're AARing with, with your team at work or maybe your family. But what was supposed to happen this year? What actually happened? What was the difference between the two? Like, why, why was there a difference? We, were, we set off to do X, but we ended up at Y. And, you know, is, is it a positive that we deviated? Or what were the, the circumstances that enabled us to, to deviate? What went really well? What are some of the things that we need to sustain and, and, and do again? How can we improve? What are some of the things that maybe didn't go so well? And how can we, we improve that so we don't have that happen again? And so this is a little trick that I learned from uh, Tim Ferriss uh, about how to AAR your, your calendar. So you take a piece of paper, you draw a line down the center. On one side, you're going to write positive. On the other side, you're simply going to write negative. And this exercise takes approximately 30 minutes to 60 minutes. You're just going to kind of flip through your calendar. It might be your Google Doc. Maybe you've got a, a written calendar. I like the law of attraction planner. And just flip through week by week. And just recall any events that were positive or negative. And anything worth writing down, uh, write it in the positive column or the negative column. Maybe it was an event, an interaction, people, situations. And just you know, write down, was it a positive experience or, or a negative? If you want to go a little further, you can probably rate them one through 10. Uh, one being it was miserable. 10 was like the most amazing thing ever. And what we want to do is try to connect the dots on the things that went well. Maybe there was a common theme with things that didn't go so well. Maybe it was a specific activity that came up over and over and over again that was draining you. Maybe it was a certain circumstance or maybe a, uh, a person. We were, were determining that maybe this, this person or these people, this group of people could be toxic. And what this will enable you to do is to create a list of activities of what we want to replicate, obviously from the positive end into the next year, or what do we we may, we want to create a not to do list so we don't repeat some of these things in the negative column, and having some level of awareness when you go through your calendar, uh, you can you can you're going to recall some things that you may not have on on the 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 forefront of your mind, 
And so this will enable you to create that to-do list and then a not to-do list. Check the box and, and check to see if there's not check the box, but check to see if there's any any uh, themes with people. If you're having positive experiences and these group of people, this this activity continues to show up, maybe you want more of that in the next year. So review the situations, review the relationships, and adjust accordingly. The uh, second strategy, raise your ambition. Most people set goals confined to their current circumstances, and they limit themselves based on the things that have happened to them in the past. So people often base their goals on their current skill sets. They don't take into account what the future has in store for them. And you're going to have more wisdom, more ability to develop skills and more opportunities available to you. So set the goals in alignment with where you want to go, who you want to become and what you want to achieve so that you're not unbounded by the past. Set goals that scare you and don't simply set your goals to achieve a to-do list, but in alignment with a new lifestyle of who you want to become. So think about your bucket list. That's an activity I'm having everyone in the Forge right now is, you know, create your bucket list. Think about where you want to be 10 to 20 years from now. And, you know, from your bucket list, we're going to break those down even further into five-year goals, three-year goals, one-year goals. And your goals need to be in alignment with your, your journey. And so we want to raise our ambition and realize that you're, you're on a trajectory. Ideally, you should be skilling up. You're going to be have more wisdom. So your goals need to reflect that into the, in, into the future. Okay, so raise your ambition. All right, third strategy, identify a theme. What is your theme for the year? So your theme for the year enables you to manage complexity. The theme reminds you to stay organized and focused. Think of planning a party. You know, everyone's organized to meet the theme of the event. Maybe it's specifically themed music and food and how people address and when they show up and all those things. And that's, that's how you get everyone on kind of the same sheet of music moving in the right direction because a party can be complex, right? Uh, think of a large organization. The CEO or the commander, they set three to four strategic initiatives or lines of effort to keep to, to get the team to rally around. They don't choose more than this because there isn't enough bandwidth to execute and it keeps everything simple. Everyone can remember, you know, three things, four things, and they can stay focused on the tasks that are associated with them. So identify a theme for your life. And some examples in business could be maybe it's a year that you're just starting up. And th- this could be in business. Or it could be the four core areas of your life, your health and wellness, your affluence and wealth creation, your relationships, your development. Maybe it is something with your, your business and your livelihood. But have an overarching theme for your entire life. Maybe you're at the, the startup theme of your business. Maybe you have a business idea, you want to get it up and off the ground. Maybe it's your health and wellness. Maybe you have neglected it for a few years and you're not feeling well. And now you know, we're, we're in the startup phase. We're going to get back after it. We're going to go do some things that are going to get us moving again. And, you know, it, you can apply that to the four core areas of your life. Uh, maybe you're in a build phase. Maybe you're creating systems and processes. Maybe bringing in a team if you have a business. If Maybe you're optimizing. Maybe you have good systems and processes, but now you're refining them. Maybe, you know, uh, taking some of the tasks that you're doing and, and you're able to delegate them out to someone else. And then you could, maybe the theme is scale, elevate your business in terms of revenue, clients and building the team. And so having that one overarching theme uh, enables you to appropriately appropriately determine the tasks, the activities. And like I said earlier, it manages complexity. And so that's incredibly uh, important. Okay. So identify a theme for the year. 
Uh, my theme for this year is I'm in a build year, so I'm really trying to systematize, systematize, create systems for my coaching practice, the forge and everything that I'm doing. And as I transition from the military, I want to have good solid systems because I'm going to be bringing on members uh, on my team. And if I don't have systems in place, it's going to be very difficult for me to do that. So that's that's my theme of the year, systematize. My girlfriend, Lacey, said that wasn't a word. It is, in fact, a word, and that is my theme. So what is what is your theme for the year? I'd love to hear about it. You can connect with me in the show notes. Connect with me on social. I'd love to know what your theme is. All right. Next idea is support the goals of those around you. Understand what those around you want to achieve and help support them. This could be your partner, your kids, your teammates at work, your boss. High performers and good leaders want their team to win. In order to do so, we must be aware of what they want so we can figure out how we can support them. This is what you call service, and we feel good when we serve other people. So don't confuse this with dictating a goal for someone else and dictating what they're going to do and how they're going to achieve it and when they're going to achieve it. That's not the same. It's identifying through, you know, asking them what their goals are, what they're excited about in life and what, what they want to do and try to figure out a way to support them and cheer them on. And, you know, when you see other people win and you clap when they win and you're genuinely like uh, interested in that, it's, it's a really good feeling. They're going to feel good. You're going to feel good. And it's that act of service that's incredibly important. So understand the goals and ambitions of those around you. All right. Next big idea, inventory your strengths and weaknesses. You know, one of my favorite um, uh, things in the military that I learned is, you know, know yourself and seek self-improvement. And this kind of goes hand in hand with that. You know, inventory, what, what are you really good at? What are some of your weaknesses and your deficiencies that are holding you up? Having awareness for your strengths and weaknesses is important going forward. We're naturally good at some things and we have innate abilities and skills. And then there's also some, some things that we suck at, we're, we're not very good at. And, and that's okay. We're human. We can't do it all. Having awareness enables you to, I'm a big proponent of uh, you know, doubling down on your strengths, maybe delegating your weaknesses or shoring them up enough that they're not detracting from your success. Uh, so we need to determine you know, in our strengths, what's working really well. What are you really freaking good at? If I went and asked your partner or your friends what you're really good at, what are they going to tell me? Do you, do you know what those are? How are these skills enabling you to, to accomplish things? What, what are your success markers? How can you improve them even further? How can you become world-class at these things? So identify your three skills, your top three skills, and figure out and ask yourself, raise your ambition. How can you become world-class with those three skills? And then your deficiencies. Do you have awareness of what's holding you back? What areas of your life do you not have a good handle on? Maybe it's something you need help with. It takes a little bit of humility to, to have that level of awareness that, you know what, you, you don't have it all figured out. You know, what, what are some things that need your attention? What are some things that are out of control? Who can you enlist the help of to help shore that up? What skill must you develop in order to shore some of these things up? And if, if at all possible, you know, I want you to consider delegating the things that you're really not really good at. Uh, and, and have your, you know, add to your team so they can help you manage that area for you. And ultimately, what is it costing you or what are the consequences of not addressing this deficiency? So that's incredibly important. 
And I want you to think about new skills to develop. What are the top three skills you must develop? The three things that you're really good at. And then, you know, a lot of people do random learning. They're reading, you know, they might be reading a book on relationships. They might be reading a book on their health and wellness. They might be, you know, they do this uh, variety education. And I commend them for picking up a book and learning. But really consider if you want to skill up faster, if you want to become world class at something, you're going to have to get a little deeper. So create that curriculum for yourself. What are the next five books, podcasts, courses, a coach, consultants that could really help you as opposed to taking this random approach to learning? Maybe you could create a curriculum for yourself so you could develop those skills even faster. And uh, random learning uh, doesn't give you uh, a lot of focus, right? It, it, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's going to keep you from skilling up even faster if you're just doing randomized learning. Uh, so people don't skill up as quickly as they could in areas that would really move the needle for them because they're not focused on their learning. So block out time and you know focus on your personal growth and development and your skill development each week, each month and figure out what that's going to be for you. And then finally, you know, one of the big ideas is basically plan for your first quarter and attack it, you know, with, with uh, some ferocity, like your first 90 days or the first 12 weeks of the year. It's basically now through March 30th. And, you know, one of my favorite books is the 12 week year. You're, you know, when you take your, your bucket list, your, your top 50 items, you know, what we want to do is what, what specifically have clarity on what we want to achieve in our health and wellness our finances, our relationships, what skills do we want to develop? And then three projects for each quarter. And then we're going to reverse engineer the year. And what that enables you to do is you focus 12 weeks at a time versus the entire year. This is one of the reasons that New Year's resolutions don't work out so well is because, yeah, I want you to raise your ambition for your goals. But if you don't have clarity and, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time, right? So being able to identify what you want and backwards plan it one quarter at a time will amplify your success. It's going to give you confidence. And, you know, you're going to be able to see, you know, between now and March 30th, that's easy to see. It's a season. It's 12 weeks. It's it's going to keep you focused. And your, your, your success of achievement is going to be amplified immensely. So identify the goals you want to achieve. Break them down into 12-week quarters. Large organizations operate 12 weeks at a time or in quarters. You can do this too for your life and, and you should. And uh, it's, you're going to gain confidence from achieving your goals. And you can have discipline for 90 days. You can see it through. You can see it through to the end. That's how you can maintain consistency. And if you can jump out the gate the first 90 days of the year and really hit the ground running, that inertia is going to carry over to the second quarter of the year, April, May, June, and then the third quarter of the year, then finally finishing up uh, 2022. So just remember, 64% of New Year's resolutions will end the first week in February, okay? And so that's why planning for the quarter is going to enable you to push through that. When everyone else is quitting in February, you're still trucking along because you see a clearly defined end state March 30th, then you reassess, and then you continue to, to maneuver through the next uh, next quarter. So what can you accomplish and how can you stay focused for the first 12 weeks of the year? Think of the year as a football game and break it up into quarters. And you got pregame planning, which we're already past that. We've already started the first quarter, but what how does the football game, how do they do that? You know, they 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 plan for the game, they're watching highlight reels, they're they're strategizing. Then they start, you know, the first quarter, they're playing hard. And then there's a little 
there's a little break between the first and second quarter. Second quarter, you know, they, they, they take that break to kind of reset, refocus, maybe change your strategy a little bit. And then they play the second quarter into the halftime show. What happens at halftime? That summer break, you're going to go on vacation, right? You're going to recharge, do that uh, mid-year reflection. And then you're going to finish up the third quarter, take a little break, then finish up, take it to the, to, to the finish line there at the fourth quarter. And, uh, and so the team takes a break between the quarters and halftime to strategize recovery, prepare for the next quarter. And that's how you kind of need to look at your, at, at your year. So I hope the strategies were, were helpful to you. These are some of the things that we're working on in, in the forge and in a group setting. Or, but if you, if you need help with this, this is the type of work that, uh, that I do. And, you know, when you can, you can definitely do your personal development alone, but when you're with a group or you have accountability from a coach, uh, you can definitely amplify your success rate much, much faster. And so just to recap what we talked about today, six strategies to crush 2022, conduct an act after action review. What went well? What didn't go so well? What was supposed to happen? What actually happened? What was the difference? What can you sustain? What are the positives? What can we improve? What were some of the negatives? How do we avoid them in a not-to-do list? And uh, look through your calendar, review it. You know, draw that draw that line on a piece of paper, positive, negative, and go through week by week and uh, conduct that after-action review. And as you plan the next year, you want to you know you want to pull from that positive list and not the negative list. Next big idea was raise your ambition. Don't set your goals to achieve a to-do list, but in alignment with a new lifestyle and just realize they need to be in alignment with, with taking into account the skills that you're developing, uh, the things that you're doing. Don't align it with, with the past. Identify a theme. Okay, large organizations, they have, they have a theme and that what that does, it manages complexity, right? Reminds you to stay organized and focused on the things that matter. Understand and support the goals of those around you. Clap when they win. This is not dictating other people's goals for them. It's helping them and supporting them in achievement. It's an act of service. You're going to feel good about that. And uh, inventory, know yourself and seek self-improvement. This is the next idea. Inventory your strengths and weaknesses. Have awareness for your strengths. I'm a big fan of doubling down on your strengths, shoring up your weaknesses. What, what is deficient in your life? What needs to be addressed? What are your strengths? What can you become world-class at? How can you develop those strengths? What curriculum can you develop for yourself? And then finally, plan for the quarter. Look at the year as a football game and plan each quarter 12 weeks at a time. It enables you to stay focused and disciplined, and you're going to gain confidence when you start to, to achieve your, your goals at a faster rate of achievement. A lot of people are like, Jay, how are you getting so much done? I, I follow I, I follow these these um, these strategies. They they work incredibly well. Less is more. Do less. I'm always trying to ask myself, how can I do a little bit less? And people are like, man, you're getting so much done. I'm just staying focused. I'm consistent. I'm seeing things through. I uh, you know at the time of this podcast, we're just like one or two episodes shy from from one year, and uh, just seeing how the business is taking off and the connections that are being made, and it, it's been incredible. Had a lot of a uh, big year of uh, big adventures. You know, I, I made the made the effort to when it, when invited to go do something cool. You know, there's tons of excuses. Yeah, I got to get on a plane. I got to I got to make arrangements for this or that. But just making it happen anyway. And I'm telling you what, last year for me was absolutely just wonderful. 
And uh, so do the same thing. Stay focused. There's so much distraction out there with TV, Netflix, social media. If you don't have clarity and vision for yourself, you're going to fall in alignment with someone that does. And, um, you know, I did that for many years. I, I engaged in a lot of things that were not meaningful through alcohol and video games. And it cost me a lot of happiness. It cost me time. I can't go back and change that. But I tell you what, I, I do live with more focus and intention now. And these are the skills and strategies that I live by and I teach other people. And it's really cool to see other people make the same shift when they start to apply these to their life, uh, seeing those big shifts that they're making in their life. So if you need help with that, reach out to me uh, via social, join the forge, check out, apply for one-on-one coaching. And uh, while you're at it, we've got some awesome do hard things, merch coming out. People are really loving the, uh, the gear that we have. So check out the store and uh, support the Do Hard Things Nation. If you're not in the Do Hard Things Nation, we've got a Facebook community specifically for the Do Hard Things Nation. And uh, I've got some pretty cool things lined up. We're gonna bring in some guest speakers. I'm gonna start to do some more training uh, in there uh, just to help people out. So uh, that's really all I got for this episode. I hope that uh, that uh, wh- wherever you're listening, that, that life is good for you at the moment. And, uh, you know, make 2020, dominate 2022. If you apply these strategies, you're going to have a tremendous year of growth and fulfillment. So if there's anything that I can do to help support you or serve you, please reach out. In the meantime, keep doing hard things. We will see you guys in the next episode.